It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
If you'd like to speak before the call, just star two and I can unmute you.
Hi, everybody. If you'd like to speak um, before the call starts, just star two, and I can unmute you. Hmm. I'm only showing like eight people, which is really strange. Uh, there's weird. Why is there only eight people? Hopefully they're not getting blocked out. I actually just tried to call from my landline and I couldn't get through. So that is weird. Oh, that means people. Well, we'll do the best we can. Hopefully the guests will show up at least. Oh, I hope talk is not going to be an issue. Okay, so we have eight people and it's almost six o'clock. Something's not right. Let me unmute you. Hello. This is Mary from Connecticut. Hi, Mary. Yeah, how you doing? Did you have any problems? Yeah, I tried to call. I'm having trouble hearing. Okay, so you tried to call and um, there was issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I tried to call and I got a message. I get, yeah, Mary Healy. I tried to call, and they said there was something about the call couldn't go through. I'd have to call my local telephone company. And I really I didn't. I just hung up and I tried again. Unbelievable. Yeah, there's eight people. It's almost six o'clock, and there's there's actually ten people that made it through. I tried to call from my landline; it wouldn't go through. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm disturbing. calling from is my landline. Yeah. Oh, you know it. I couldn't call. I had to use my cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I the first time I called that was the message I got was Yeah. Nine oh nine, how did you unmute yourself? Go ahead. Or is that nine oh nine? Maybe they yeah. are unmuted. How did I, I you know. unmute yourself? I kept trying, and it said the moderator needs to unmute me, so then I went back to the star two. But I just had a quick question. When you say you only have eight by this time, are you saying normally you have a lot more by this time? Yeah, like 25 to 60 at this hour, and then within 15 minutes, about 80. Wow. Okay. Just curious. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. 
Sorry, hon. I don't know what's going on. Okay, I'm going to mute you. I don't know. No one should be able to mute themselves. Hmm. Oh, wait. Who did I just unmute? Hi, 716. Did you want to say something? I just wanted to say um, every night since they switched to the new format, this is Luda, um, I get two different messages, actually. That's one of them, and I get a different one. But if you call back in uh, on the third or fourth call, you get back through. I don't know what that is with that uh, error message, but if you call back in, you can get through. This is getting ridiculous. Really, really getting ridiculous. Mm. Tell everybody they need to call. Be persistent. Just hang up and call back in, and then it comes through. And a lot of times when you dial, it's a delay. Like, you have to wait quite a while sometimes. It doesn't connect like a normal phone call. Just tell people this, and they'll yeah. they'll catch on. Yeah, I hope my guests can get to me. I know. It's, um, this is, everything this is, is really uh, a process. new changings, yeah. and everything is very difficult to get working right. I know that. Yeah, really. It was tough. So how are you, Luda, other than yes. that? Oh, I am just okay. normal. I'm just vertical. Yeah, I'm just having a party here. A real fr- fun and frolic party. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, this is getting to be laughable after 25 years, I'm telling you. Um, no, I just keep plugging along, doing what I got to do, and keep moving, and Attending weddings and <laughs> going away on vacations anytime I can or do whatever I can. I just, you got to keep moving. And then I'll end my free time through the night. I do a lot of writing and uh, studying. And so when I talk to people, I know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's a lot, it's a big learning curve. You know, you've really got to know your facts and all because if people ask questions, I want to have every answer. Right. I hear you. Very so good. That's Very good attitude. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Have a good evening. I know yeah. you will. Thank you. I'm going to try. I'm going to go ahead and meet you, and I will, um, I will, uh, I'm going to actually try to call my guest and make sure she can get in. So let me give her a call. Let's see here. Yeah, we got, well, we got 18. It's a little better, so. Yeah, I had some issues. Okay, um, let me call and make sure my guest is not having issues.
Okay. She was there all along. Okay. So we have a few announcements. Again, we're going to have a guest tonight, which I'm very excited about. We're going to wait for the room to fill up. Since, hey, we're up to 25. That's good. Okay. Let's see. Mitch, if you are here, will you start too? Why does it say recording? I never hit record. That's really odd. Hold on. Recording. Very strange. Well, I guess we're already recording, so whoever... Weird. Okay. Well, we'll have to edit that. I hope we don't get too perpy tonight. Hi, Matthew. You might be in the middle of something. So Hi, how are you? You're here. I'm good. Just looking for uh, Midge. I just want to leave you unmuted as well. We're already recording, so so I need Midge and my yeah. guest, and then we're going. Midge, will you uh, start too? And Linda, will you star too? Hmm. It started recording by itself too, Matthew. Lovely. Yeah, I noticed that, but uh, that's easy to fix with the editing. Just announce okay, your good. opening. Just do your opening, and you know we can edit it. Okay. Hi, Linda. Hi, Ella. How are you? I'm glad you're here. Nice to have you here. And it's kind of, we're probably going to start in about five more minutes. I'm going to wait for the room to fill up because there was some uh, issues with people getting in with this new darn talk shoe. So but, um, I'm sure. doing okay. Uh, with can that. I, yeah. I didn't understand. Go ahead. I, I hope my phone's not going to be. A... Hello? Can you hear me okay? Can you, can you hear me, Matthew? Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm not able to call from my landline. Um, can you hear me, Matthew, or is it just on Linda's end? Yeah, I, it, just what's happening is there's a slight delay, so it's going to be a little bit more easy to talk over each other. So you just have to, you know, pause. But it, it's just because there's a slight delay and you guys keep talking at the same time. That's all. Okay. All right. Thank so Oh. So, Linda, did you want to say something? Uh, you're still fading in and out, even when I'm not trying to speak. Did you hear me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, my landline is uh, there. Um, I can't believe they figured out a way to do this. They're somehow, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when I call a number, it's going. it's being redirected. So I can't even call oh, uh, yeah. talk shoot. But maybe I'll borrow my daughter's phone. Um, hold on, because I can't have it cutting in and out all night. That would not serve us well. Um, Midge, if you're here, will you start too? Well, just FYI, your phone sounds clear to me. So it maybe seems it's like it's ask, ask someone else because it it might be coming through clear on 
are and maybe and there might be something wrong with Linda's phone. That's just a possibility. Okay. We'll have to do the best we can then, Linda. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, I'm using head, sound canceling headphones. Am I too loud or something? No, you sound great. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. So, Midge, we're waiting on you. Star two. Here, let me messenger her real quick. Okay, I'm going to give her a couple of minutes. So I know it's been a little crazy. There's been a lot of changes in the community, everybody. And I know this whole talk show nightmare hasn't been easy as well. And we're going to try and get back to I made a, a real commitment to get back to the quality of call that I had. Um, with me kind of being really down for the count for a while and the new talk show and just... Um, and just, you know, having people sit in for me, uh, it's been a little uh, kind of chaotic, especially with this new talk show format. So I'm committed to trying to make this call the best I can. It's really, really important to stay consistent. Um, I will be here. I'll be interviewing. Um, I'm going to be here twice a week. I'm very committed to that. Um, at some point, I might, you know, have Kyle sit in on me if he wants to. It's really, it's stressful for him to run this call because it's a big call and I don't blame him. Um, if somebody thinks they can do that and manage a lot of people at once, we could try and teach you the rope. Um, just so sometimes I can take a little bit of a break. Um, it's not an easy job, I'll tell you that. Um, but Regardless, I want this to be a great call for everybody. I want everyone to uh, um, be look forward to coming to this call. And the other thing is for the people in the chat, I'm not going to be able to let the chat go during the interview because it makes poppy noises on the recording. I love you guys. I'm sorry, but as soon as the interview is over, I will unblock it. And they all see that glitch out. This is a short-term thing. But we don't want to have a great interview and have that pop, pop, pop the whole time because it's a kind of distracting. Distracting. We want to keep the focus on her. Hold on, this might be Midge. Hi, 805. 805, Ella, this is Andrew530. Um, I had I had a setback uh, last night, and I had to go get a new phone, so I'm, I'm you know, of course, okay. 805, and I did the five. Um, I just okay. wanted to ask you real quick. Okay, I'm going to tell you something, though. During my interview, okay. I can't be interrupted. I have to do an interview, and oh, so I can't so have you interrupt me. That's okay, sweetie. So do you want to okay. say something before the interview? Yes. And, uh, yeah. Uh, if, if Kevin calls in, um, I can't get into my other account. It's just a long, drawn-out uh, um, fiasco. Uh, this is a uh, somebody here in the area that I hooked up with that now I can't get a hold of because of the uh, because of the of the issue, and it's just imperative that he calls in. Um, uh, give him my number. And, and sure. it, it will, will be him. He knows, will. He knows. Okay, okay. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna bug out. Okay, okay. bye. Okay, thanks. Okay. Okay. Um. So I don't know where Midge is. So I know she's got grandkids and family. Midge, will you start too if you're here? Um. Hey guys in the chat room, I'm gonna have to. 
Matthew, will you chat? In, will you put in the chat in the chat room? They don't have audio, anyways. Let them know that I'm going to have to mute the chat during the interview. Will you mind doing that? If you're not in the middle of something. I'm I'm not in uh, the chat room, but I can log in. Are you sure? What do you I want me to say? No, just say I'm um, just. Ella, okay. Um, just say that Ella's uh, going to have to mute the chat because the 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 chat bubbles will make a noise on the recording, so she has to mute it until the interview is over. Oh, weird. Mitch, okay. Okay. Um, are you? Hold on. Mitch, are you start tooing? So weird. Are you star aiding or star chewing? Huh. That might be her. Mitch, is this you? Yeah. I'm All right. Good. All right. I got here. Yeah. What happened? You guys. Okay, guys. So, um, I'm going to have to block the chat. Hold on one second, because we can't have all the popping. They're working that out, chatters. Hold on. So uh, every time you guys make a um, chat, it makes that noise. So I'm going to have to block it just for now. Okay. Okay, so here we go. So because somebody somehow is already recording, not really sure why, we will um, just pick it up and we'll just have to edit the first... 25 minutes, I guess. Okay, so we have Linda, we have Midge, we have Matthew, or we did have Matthew. Okay, so it'll just be me and you, Midge. Um, here we go. I'm gonna take. So Linda, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the intro, and we're gonna do a couple announcements, and then I'm gonna turn it over to you, and we can get the interview going. Does that sound good? Very good. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Thursday Night's Freedom for Targeted Individuals and Targeted Justice podcast. I'm your moderator, Ella. This is a solution, educational, and activism-based podcast, but the views and opinions of my guests and participants are not necessarily my own personal views and opinions. My goal is that everyone can obtain something out of tonight, especially feeling of empowerment. If you are new to the call, please stay on, and we will get you some support, some helpful links to websites, and connect you with others. You can also visit our website, ScreenForTargetedIndividuals.org and TargetedJustice.com to sign up for the class action lawsuit. And tonight we have another very interesting, compelling guest. I'm very excited to introduce you guys to her. We also have some FFTI and Targeted Justice announcements that we would like to share. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Midge. She's from Targeted Justice. So uh, go ahead, Midge. All right. Thank you, Ella. Hi, everyone. Um, I just want to put out the word that since the debacle in Houston, um, I have not received hardly any mail to our P.O. box here in Arizona. So if you have sent something in the last two weeks, please email me and let me know. Uh, I have received one letter finally this week. But usually, uh, it, you know, it's been pretty steady. I've been receiving a, a lot of stuff. So uh, please call me, uh, leave a message, send me an email, whatever, but let me know if you have sent something so I can let the post office know to put a search on it, okay? Um, And then please go to our website. We have new information up on our website. We have some new advisors. We have a new team member. Um, We have some whistleblowers coming forward. 
who are spilling the beans. And this is huge because, you know, once we have this happen, then it's over, guys. The gig is up. And so um, it's on our website that um, we had a whistleblower come forward. It is a police officer who has told us in person that um, the DHS and FBI's fusion centers are the command centers for gang stalking. And so gang stalking is usually performed under a group called HUMINT, H-U-M-I-N-T, or Human Intelligence. So find the locations in your state. You can Google it and see where the fusion centers are, but this is where everything is being run out of. And there's only one state in the union that does not have a fusion center, and that's Idaho. Um, We can tell statistically from uh, people signing on for a class action lawsuit where the majority of TIs are, and we've talked about this before. Um, oddly enough, there's only one from Idaho so far and one from Michigan where have, they have already put laws into place uh, about the weapons. So anyhow, it's pretty interesting. So we can tell that the majority of the TIs are in California, Arizona, Florida, and Texas. That's what we're seeing so far. Anyhow, that's about all that I have to say. Um, Our membership now for the class action lawsuit is 575 members. So we have every reason to believe that we will hit 1,000 soon. And we're just very excited. And thank you to all the volunteers and everyone uh, who have been so helpful. And and go and print off the flyers. There's a lot of them on our website. Okay, thank you, Ella. Thank you, Midge. And as far as FFTIs uh, going, we do have another. We have now, I signed a contract this morning for three large billboards in the Phoenix area. Uh, They are going to launch September 10th. And I don't know exactly, precisely where the location is. I found a wonderful company that uh, is able to acquire a wholesale, uh, wholesale, um, um, sorry, my phone's beeping at the same time, Um, wholesale, prices for these billboards and we were able to get three for like the price of one so i'm very excited about that so that will be happening in september the lansing one is going to be uh launching august 20th so we look forward to that one as well uh the vancouver campaign has started british columbia vancouver uh the train and posters uh strategically placed at certain um stations and stops so that will be going on and we also keep that campaign going on for a while even after the short-term campaign's over, which is a few months, uh, we will keep a couple of the posters and or a poster in the side of a bus. I'm sorry, that's uh, 60 days, not not a few months. Um, so things are going well, and we're also starting to look around in Chicago now. Um, so Chicago looks like the next place we're going to be looking for the most most of the donations have uh, been for Chicago, and then we will start to focus on Florida. So thank you guys. Thank you everyone for helping out and being so generous and being so excited. I'm still just as excited today about it as I was when we first started this. And um, it's getting a lot of buzz and um, just so happy that Matthew and Constance were able to work with me. And um, it was a collaborative effort and they're, they're all just wonderful, wonderful people that assisted with this campaign. And um, there's one up in Boston. If you guys want to know the precise locations, please visit our website, freedomfortargetedindividuals.org. If you want to make suggestions for locations, we're, we're, we'd love to do that. We start to see uh, like numerous suggestions, and the donations coming for a specific area, we kind of focus on that. So 
Thank you, everybody. And now I'm very excited to introduce you guys to this guest. I came into contact with her, I believe, two weeks ago. Um, just a lovely human being, very bright and smart. And so here she is, Linda G. So I'm going to, Linda, if you want to tell everybody a little bit about you, as much as you feel comfortable, uh, maybe where you went to school, what you did professionally, uh, or anything else that you want to add before we get into the targeting. Uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> I, I can begin. Uh, I grew up in extremely northern, extremely rural Michigan, and uh, I was a lawyer, and I believe my targeting began in law school. I went to law school in Michigan, and I graduated in 1991. Uh, when I was just first figuring out what was happening to me, I called a Michigan support group. That's a lot of years ago. They had about a dozen members, and a third of them had attended the same law school as me. Uh, until now, the only other time I was in contact with other TIs uh, was when I went to Belgium to attend the first conference on covert harassment. I think that was uh, 2014, 2015. Uh, I met suffering people from all over the world, uh, Russia, Singapore, France, and they all had stories very similar to mine, and uh, they broke my heart. Uh, one little girl I met from France was very timid, and she whispered to me, do they ever touch you down there? Yes, they did, with full video. I was sexually assaulted. Um, I was a constitutional activist since law school. I was an officer of the Rutherford Institute in law school, and a lot of my law practice was pro bono. I homeschooled my kids with milk goats, and I didn't get out much, and I cared about liberty a lot. I was a fan of Ron Paul for decades because of how he championed the free market and non-interventionist foreign policy. When I heard he was running for president, I got on board right away. We had shirts and bumper stickers before the campaign even had a website. I ran for Congress in 2008 as a Republican because that's what Paul told people to do. I was endorsed by Dr. Paul and his people donated to my campaign. In 2011, the FBI declared that Ron Paul supporters were domestic terrorists and I should have seen that coming. Um, I've got to admit, in my ignorance, uh, I called it on myself. When I gave speeches, I wasn't really kind about the government bullshit. And I complained that they weren't really behaving like Republicans are supposed to. Uh, I wrote down my whole story as it happened in longhand. And I sent each journal as I finished it to a person I haven't seen yet. I signed and notarized the last book. So it's, it's a legal affidavit. I'm just waiting for somewhere that it can be useful. Uh, I was cyber stalked, gang stalked, and subjected to remote neural monitoring. I was awakened every hour on the hour, every night. First time I heard B2K. Uh, I was in Ann Arbor, Michigan, in the shower at a friend's place, and uh, I heard a voice in my head say, don't you want to wash your boobs some more? And, you know, I didn't, but uh, from then I was awake. Uh, that same weekend, my car was broken into, one thing was taken, and it was locked when I got there. Uh, that same weekend, I heard songs on the radio, of course, that referred to things that were in my journals, and uh, I went through all that kind of stuff. Uh, the cyber stalking, when that first began, I was sitting at the computer and suddenly a page opened up and page after page opened up, including uh, pages of, uh, you know, friends that uh, one friend was involved in a game. He was a high level player and I didn't even know about it, but he has had his own page and uh, I was taken to it. Uh, the worst of the cyber, cyber stalking that I remember was uh, one time I was on Facebook and there was a picture of my neighbor's truck and my neighbor in the, in the woods, you know, the, the trucks are pretty uh, unique. Each one is an individual, and I knew very much it was their truck. 
And on the license plate on the front, it said Miller bloodbath. My name was Miller at the time. I've been divorced since. So I was a little shaken by that. Uh, but that same day, I took my son to driver's training, and that same truck pulled in right behind me. Um, I have lots and lots of experiences like that. Uh, one time I was in a big shopping, uh, a big grocery store. I had been followed all day. And from all four corners of the store came uh, uh, uniformed police officers with their guns out right to where I was standing in the cookie aisle or whatever. Uh, so I was, uh, that was frightening. Uh, I've encountered a lot of cars that tried to run me off the road. I've seen motorbikes with lights the size of a you know car tire. Uh, for two, maybe two and a half years, I would often fall to the floor immobilized. Uh, my sons and my husband would pick me up and put me on the couch. I was always conscious, but I couldn't move my body at all. You know, I'd grunt if they were hurting me or something. I'd be that way for hours. Sometimes I'd have visions and other weirdness, but usually I just listened to what was going on. Uh, that whole time I was nauseous constantly. I threw up every single day. This is interesting. I don't know uh, how pertinent it is, but uh, since the fires in California, it makes me wonder, you know. Uh, three times, wood objects outdoors were turned to splinters spontaneously. Uh, two times, I fell through my deck, although I was the smallest person in the house. And one of the times I was standing next to a man who outweighed me by 80 pounds, and I was the one who fell through. Another time, we were eating on a different deck, and my husband's chair just fell to pieces beneath him. It was the strangest thing you ever saw. Uh, one time, a curtain tie back was ripped off my bedroom wall with part of the window trim along with it just left there. Maybe it was nothing. But then one day, somebody hacked me and told me what was going on. The vomiting stopped, the sexual assault stopped, and I quit throwing up. I began to research, and I started a blog, and I wrote every day for three years. I told people all along what was going on, and I paid for it. I lost everything. I lost my bar license, my house, my marriage, my family, except for my sons like me now. <laughs> I paid dearly for my truth. I was locked up in a psych ward and given drugs. Uh, they got, I got so I couldn't finish my sentences. The thought would be gone. I, I couldn't balance. I couldn't walk on steps. Uh, when I came out, I said the same thing I said before I went in before, and I was sent to rehab in Colorado. The rehab decided I wasn't an addict and that I wasn't crazy, but I was then sent to a sober living house. I was finally dropped off in an apartment outside Boulder uh, with nothing but a car and a computer, but I'm glad I went through all of it. I needed to know what people are going through. I wrote a book about the weird things happened, that happened to me. I wrote it before I knew what it was. It's, I'm a mystical Christian, and I thought I was dealing with demons. So by, the book is questioning that. Uh, it's written so naively that I think it's probably very good evidence for, for some time. I wrote nonstop. I was writing for my life. I was well-versed in conspiracy research. I had studied MKUltra and other programs. And it often occurred to me that uh, maybe I was dealing with electronic stuff, but that was impossible, right? Who me? But I learned a lot, and now I know that God is bigger than AI. God is bigger than the goons who torment us, and we can't hate them. For if we hate them, if we don't hate them, we win. I'm very encouraged by the amount of truth that's being revealed now. Uh, actually, the technology has destroyed lying, right? It's only a matter of time until everybody's brain is scanned continually. I'm thinking it will be the hackers that put an end to this targeting. It wouldn't take much if somebody wasn't afraid of the consequences. I'm sure there are a lot of perps who are already more afraid of the board. I've been to the hive mind a couple times. Uh, one time I was asked, how long have you been meditating, Ms. Goldberg? I'd prayed and meditated all my life, and suddenly there was another spirit there. I haven't been aware of anybody following me for a long time. I don't experience B2K, and uh, the cyberstalking is even rare. But my front license plate was stolen a couple of weeks ago. Sometimes I'll go to get in my car, 
and I'll be standing on the curb with the keys in my hand and the car will start by itself. I was grateful for the rehab because I was able to work through a lot of the anxiety. We all have complex PTSD, but I believe we can be completely at peace. And I'm getting ready to devote my life to telling TIs that Jesus is the way out. I kept a Bible verse in my head all the while, and it helped a lot, especially in the psych ward. 2 Timothy 1.7, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Uh, I'm unemployed now. I'd be great to sell a few books if you wouldn't mind me giving my website. And uh, that's, I'd be, that's all I know. I could take, ask, take some questions. Okay, great. Yeah, um, yeah, your website would be great. The website is lindasure.rocks. Can you spell that? Linda Sure, S-U-R-E, dot rocks, R-O-C-T. Got it. Okay, great. Thank you. So I had some questions. Um, when, okay, I know you got B2K, and that was kind of your first indication that something was up. Uh, maybe I missed, or I'm just going to ask you, when did you start feeling physical? When did you start feeling physical sensations, like electronic weaponry? Okay. Um, once I had the VGK experience, uh, it was go for broke, you know, for a long time. The physical stuff, geez, maybe a year later, six months later, right. something like that. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm not right. more, it's not more organized. I, I told my story one time a couple months ago to a libertarian meeting, and I didn't do a very good job. Uh, I was hoping I could be more organized this time. You sound good to me. You sound great. Good. Yeah, you do. And then um, also, one thing I want to know about is I kind of like to put myself in your shoes during that experience when this was all first yeah. starting to manifest. Um, what did you do and what did you think when you got the V2K and did you tell anybody? Uh, I didn't tell anybody right away, but I did begin telling. Um, I don't remember when I told. I'd, my habit was always to just pray all the time, and that's what I did. And uh, I didn't have anyone around me who supported me or believed me. Okay, but you had your church. Uh, no, uh, the church uh, rejected me good and proper, too. I looked to them for some assistance. Uh no, mm -hmm. I, I've been utterly isolated for a long time. I'm just coming out of it. I'm glad my phone is working because I've only had it for a short time. <laughs> I don't know how to use it very well. Okay. And then um, and you've kind of emerged now and you're connecting with the community. Um, but I take it you went online and you started researching this. So you knew indefinitely what, what was happening with you once you were online. Do you remember what website you were at or how you figured it out? Oh, when I first started looking, uh, I didn't know that there were any websites, and there were mighty few uh, from what I've judged, you know, as old as they seem to be now. Um, I found old articles. Uh, I studied uh, directed energy weapons uh, for years before the internet, you know, back when the internet was very new. I read Tom Bearden's papers and stuff. Uh, so I knew about it being possible. And then uh, it was great, greatly rewarding, of course, to find uh, – uh, I can't remember the man's name who had that lawsuit, you know, and uh, and other people, you know, who told the exact same stories I did. Right. Okay. And then, um, okay. And so this, we know this is a horrible thing to endure and to go through. What type of shielding do you use, if any? And I know you pray a lot. What other coping mechanisms do you uh, resort to? 
Uh, well, I self-medicate sometimes with cannabis. <laughs> Other than that, um, okay. I, just prayer, just prayer. Okay, prayer. And then, um, okay. And do you have? Do you feel like you have a good support system now within the community, or without the? Not at all. Outside. No, I, I don't. I don't know any. I lost everybody. Uh, I my son lives with me, and uh, he and I are about our only uh, social outlet you know we haven't been in Colorado very long okay all right well that's good to hear so yeah at this point oh have you and this is a question I used to ask and I kind of stopped doing it um, I'm going to get back to this um, despite this experience or, or uh, because of this experience is there anything that you would say is a silver lining is there anything that you have deemed oh. out of this that be positive utterly utterly uh, I think we're going to have some real chaos when people start realizing what's been done to them and being done to them. Uh, the last time I got angry was in March. <laughs> I, I don't get mad very often and uh, I don't keep secrets anymore because you learn that it's absolutely pointless. And uh, so I went through all that embarrassment and I'm ready to uh, hopefully uh, help some folks who uh, are frightened still, you know. Oh, thanks, Linda. And I know that you have been willing and um, have offered to take calls for support, which I really appreciate because we're getting a lot of calls and a lot of new people coming forward, people seeing either the billboard or websites, and it's really being effective, but we just need more support. Um, so we really appreciate you. Can I, can I mention the event that we're going to have in Denver? Uh, sure, please. Oh, yes. Okay, on, on August 29th, you know, on the TI Awareness Day, or I don't remember the name, forgive me, uh, we'll be having an event in North Glen uh, from 4 to 8, and I don't have the num phone number in front of me. I apologize, but um, uh, I can, uh, I don't know do what I can do. You want me to <laughs> Ella has the number. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Do you want me to give, do you want me to give your number or, or Laura's number? You know what, I, it, Laura was, was offering, uh, but I guess I really don't mind. So shall I tell it or do it's you okay. have it in front of you? I'll give, it, I'll give Laura's number. I hope she doesn't mind. Um, actually, do you have an email address you'd rather give? Because th sometimes phone numbers, you might be you might get called. Oh, yes. No, Maybe. That's probably better. <laughs> it doesn't even shake me up anymore, but I'll, I'll give you the email. It's Colorado Goldthorpe, my last name, G-O-L-D-T-H-O-R-E. P is on Peter E at Gmail. Thank you. So that'll be that's something to look forward to, and um, we're really T Day is really uh, moving along. So there was adequate time, good, good planning, good promoting. So I'm really happy that's turning into it. Uh, it's going to be a, a very successful endeavor. Okay. So if anybody has questions, which people usually do, um, star. Two, I have to get used to saying that. Star two, and I will unmute you, and you can ask your question to Linda. Star two. Some people were having difficulties earlier. Usually I already have, like, people lined up. Here we go. Okay. So two, two, one, nine. Hi, 219. Do you have a question for Linda? Oh, uh, is this me? Yes, that's you. Okay. I was listening to her, you know, talk, and to me it sounds more like witchcraft. 
<laughs> Some of the stuff that's, that's going on, it sounds like witchcraft. Doesn't it, though? Uh, that was the whole point of my book. Uh, oh, okay. Am I, may I speak? Is yeah, okay? go ahead. So I, I muffled somebody. I didn't know if it was all right. Uh, no, that's exactly what I asked in the book, because I'm a, I'm a mystical Christian. I thought, this is demons attacking me, you know? And uh, well, after I found out, I, that's why I think the book will be good evidence, because I write it, you know, telling what's happened and asking, you know, wondering where it's coming from. Uh, anyway, I think it's pretty good evidence, because I certainly didn't make it up after knowing about this, you know? Yeah, this whole thing just sounds like witchcraft, and it's it's so bizarre what's going on. Well, because you're it is absolutely bizarre. right. What was that? Demons, uh, demons are energy uh, entities, you know. The, uh, scientists can see demons now. Uh, energy entities, they call them. An entity is a being, you know. Uh, we're all made of energy. They can, what they're doing is putting demons on us electronically, you know. Yeah, that's. So it is electronic witchcraft, yeah. Yeah, it's good to learn about the like spiritual warfare and the spirit world. That would help, I think. That's what got me through. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Can I tell you about a guy that on the on the computer that does spiritual warfare? No. Oh no, please no. I uh, I have people that I I deal with. You know, thank you though. Oh okay. Real careful, you know. But he talks about the spirit world, not just. Well, okay. So do well, lots. Of, so do lots of. Yeah. Thank you, though. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay, I'm looking for my next question. Star two. Hopefully, people aren't having issues. Usually, there's like a. Okay, hold on here. Here we go. I'm going to come to seven three four. Oh wait, Hi. this is seven two zero again, right? Hello, hello. Who's this? I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out who is speaking. Hello. Did you already? This hello. Is this is Hope. Oh hi. Oh okay. Go ahead. You have a question? Yeah. Okay. So go. My my question is, um, I believe that you said near the beginning of your story that other people at the University of Michigan Law School were targeted. Could you tell a little more about that? Um, It wasn't the University of Michigan Law School. It was Cooley Law School in Lansing. And uh, when I was first, yeah, (laughs) that sounds like a knowing sound. (laughs) When when I I contacted, there was a, a Michigan support group way back then. It was like, you know, 400 miles from me, so I could never go. But I spoke to them a little bit. And they only had about a dozen members, and a quarter of them had, no, a third of them had been to my law school. So I found that very interesting, you know. That's really scary. Um, okay, so Isn't it though? Cooley, it, and Cooley had, then they, they had some legal issues later, right? Like in maybe the 2000s? Does that sound right? Uh, I I don't know what you're talking about. I don't I don't remember anything big, you know, that I, I you know, comes to the surface. Oh, you know what? It was I think because they had is this right? They had a a Florida branch. That sounds familiar. I, they didn't when I was there. They may have. They they I think they well, have a couple branches totally now. They might wrong. have put one in place. I, I might be wrong. Um, so did you guys ever figure out what else you had in common besides Cooley and why it might have had that connection? Uh, no. Uh, as a matter of fact, well, I kind of quit talking. Um, 
I'm of the belief that we are going to change this by loving the people who are doing it. I really believe that. And uh, the, the person I spoke to was very knowledgeable, uh, helped me a lot because I was just beginning to get an inkling, you know. And, uh, but she was very angry and she would, you know, cuss at people on the phone and when things were, uh, uh, you know, like our, our phone, our call got clicked a few times and changed around. And I, I just, uh, I don't think that's the answer. So I, and like okay. I said, she was very, they were very far away. Okay, so can you also speak, I don't want to like be out of turn if there are more questions, but I was wondering if you could speak about loving the perpetrators. Uh, well, you know, the Lord walked me into that, to be honest with you, because when I was first uh, being cyber stalked, I assumed it was a friend of mine uh, who uh, had done that before, uh, and then it proved out to be more nefarious, you know, and uh, so I, I walked into it uh, with good humor. And then as the humor was all taken away, I, I realized that these people are victims. You know, uh, we are the empowered people out here. And, and, and your, your feeling is that because of a spiritual stance that we're empowered spiritually and they are disempowered in, in a spiritual sense that they would do these things or trying to understand i think they're captive i think they're captive i think they're captive to satan himself you know uh we have conscious computers you know uh what is that other than a energy entity possessing something uh i think they are victims much more than we are i have to say on some level i i agree with you without having gone into any deep spiritual research but um that people's hearts could be so dark indicates to me well, that's that what they're, they're very ill. Well, I would, I would call illness a demon too, probably most of the time, you know, I, I think that, uh, I think that's true. We got some reckoning coming, you know, uh, I'd much rather be a TI than one of those people. Yeah, yeah. me too. It's, isn't that interesting that I would, it's, I, I find that fascinating. A lot of us would choose to be on the receiving end rather than do that to someone. So maybe that's I where think that's a lovely thing. From. <laughs> oh, I think so. I think that, uh, yes, I believe that. That's a good way you put it. I don't have any other questions at the moment, Ella, if you want to change people. Okay. Thank you, Beth. Thanks for your intelligent questions. Oh, boy, this is a little tricky here. Okay, I'll just do the best I can. Okay, so now I'm going to come to 734 if I haven't already. Actually, I think that's Hope. Hope, are you 734? Yes. Oh, it is. Okay, it's doing something strange. It's bouncing you around, so I'm just getting familiar. Okay, I'm going to lower your hand. Okay, so now I'm going to come to 818. Hi, 818, you're unmuted. you have a question for Linda? Yes, hi, it's Melinda. I, I didn't know. I can't see the number on a board or anything. Um, I'm sorry. Hi, Linda. Um, very, Hello. very interesting story, my God. Um, now, in terms of Ron Paul, have you ever told him about this? Or any of his staff <laughs> I've read the letters. I've written, well, You've he, written letters. part of his staff was involved with my targeting. 
Uh, I, I Are you kidding? Really? Uh, not not his own staff. It was part of a campaign for liberty group, a, a very you know separated from him. But uh, that was uh, when I was first targeted. And uh, no, I haven't spoken to him. I've written him a couple letters that I never sent though. <laughs> uh, I, I was oh, you should really that, send him. A, I mean, I'm Ron Paul is the only hero I have left really uh, from you. all my reading you. and exposure. And um, so uh, and you know he can just pass it right on to Rand. Because Rand seems to be interested in this kind of stuff, so uh, you know, I think we should deluge those gentlemen. Well, I certainly wouldn't mind some company doing that. Well, I'm getting a letter to uh, somebody, so maybe I'll I'll contact you and you'll give me his address. He's in private practice but, now, uh, Dr. Paul, isn't he? Uh, he's he's uh, retired. He he a does reti- uh, speaking. Yeah, he, well, not retired. He has an organization, you know, and he speaks every week on a, you know, program. Podcast, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even, I, I see it on YouTube, you know, so I'm not real familiar with what the yeah, organization is anymore. Yeah. So uh, how are you doing right now, today? I mean, you know what? Thank you for asking. Generally. My, my life is so much better. I spent the day in the Rocky Mountains picking four-leaf clovers. I kid you not. I found four, I found 19 of them. Uh, wow. My life is, is, I'm unemployed and I'm not happy about that, but, um, I also have a lot of free time and this has become a real heartfelt issue, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm very grateful for my life. I'm, uh, I have a little anxiety sometimes, but, uh, I'm doing great. Really great. Yeah. Well, you got 19 four leaf clovers. You got to separate them and, and, you know, send a spell to them to get to God, to get you some work. In the right to uh, pay, in the right uh, um, study, science, whatever it is. I would enjoy that. So uh, I wish you the best of luck and thank you so much. And I'll try to get a letter to you. That'd be great. Thanks, Linda. Good to talk to you. Nice to talk with you. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. I'm sorry, Melinda. I called you Linda. Thanks, Melinda. I don't blame you. Okay, so the next person I'm going to go to is 707. Hi, 707. Hi, Barb. Hi, hey Barb. Nice to hear you. Hi. Barb. Yes, can you hear me? Hi. Um, Linda, I just wanted to bring another angle to your demon idea. Um, I had to leave three houses in Colorado, actually in Colorado, and um, okay. because at 3 a.m. I would be waking up and I felt like there were ghosts in my room and I was being touched and attacked. And by the way, I did believe in ghosts, so I got to make that mm-hmm. point. So I moved to California and the same thing started to happen. And about this time, I realized I was a target and started reading books. And one of the books said, quote, they love to make people think they are being haunted. So Mm -hmm. as soon as I realized it was happening to me, it stopped. So I just want to share that. As soon as I got the knowledge that it can happen, it stopped. So I just wanted to throw that out. That's good to hear. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks, Barb. You're welcome. I'm going to go ahead. Put you on mute. I'll call you tomorrow. I did some research on uh, QAnon, so I'll call you tomorrow, Barb. 
Okay, 630, you're next. Hi, 630. Hi. Um, Yeah, I had experiences in the Lakewood area and going up to Red Rocks and trying to get to the bottom of what was going on. I had hired a private investigator and uh, we met up there and actually we were stalked. You know, I had the this phenomenon of having a good percentage of the individuals who were at Red Rocks, and there wasn't an event. It was just during the day and people milling around, mm-hmm. um, who were very aware of who I was and that I was having this meeting. And I mean, you know, I... It is creepy, yeah. I had made these calls on private numbers and even, you know, would make it a point to use different phones and um, even landlines and that they would be able to be aware um, was 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 really, like you say, it's, it's, it's creepy because you're trying to undo this thing. And I think, you know, during the process of discovery where we're finding out just exactly what's going on, um, you know, we we employ all kinds of, I've spent a lot of money on attorneys, I've spent money on private investigators, and, you know, you get, you evolve through these various phases until you get some clearer picture of what's going on and um in the early part of this targeting which i'm in my i've been in my second decade of this experience yeah um i was spending more money on attorneys thinking like uh dr sean i think on andrews mentioned that well we all know how to fudge the line a bit you know and sometimes we do things whether it's in business or what have you to facilitate ourselves and so did somebody catch up with me with a number of little things because I have no real blatant you know um, stepping outside the law or anything of this kind so you you think that well perhaps you know they've put a number of things together and decided that you know well enough is enough or or what have you and then I heard Catherine Horton's description about gang stalking and how she said, well, the intelligence community's budgets have just gone through the roof and they're using these individuals as perps and handlers, et cetera, who are either unemployed or they're, you know, sometimes the low end of the spectrum with regards to, you know, their kind of employment, their kind of education, their their background. And and I hadn't heard really uh, much talk about them being, you know, having a sympathetic ear or point of view towards them and their plight until I started tuning into this podcast, which if they're stuck in their, their role, and they signed on 
and they have a feeling that, well, if I step out of line, I'm going to be thrown under the bus. I guess you can be sort of sympathetic with their plight because they're being used like we're being used. And like the other caller said, I'd far rather be a TI than a perp. And I would have to agree that this whole thing is going on, period, is, is an offensive thing to me because it's all illegal, it's all unconstitutional. And it's like Al Gore said, you know, the last administration, he was speaking directly to the president through the Guardian saying, you need to align your administration with the Constitution of the United States, sir. And, um, you know, was very aware of the infrastructure that's in place that can essentially know be a um you know it, it's like this once they turn their attention to you they can really undo your life you know and it's oh, like yeah. this business finding yourself unemployed you know i think you you can go out and try to conduct business or i don't know what your particular area was but if you're advertising and you're putting your word out there, your name out there, your new business or what have you, you know, you find that you'll get clients or potential clients who will start to be inquisitive about your service or your product. And then suddenly, you know, they'll, you know, they'll suddenly die off. Like, you know, you've spent all this money on getting your um, product known about or your service known about and you begin to get this little hint of 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 interest and then all of a sudden you'll find it'll drop off like a you know like just out of the blue uh right off the edge of a cliff like well i i just wasted you know could have been thousands of dollars on a an advertising campaign and here i'm i'm being blackballed in an area and it's 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 uh you know really otherworldly how quickly they they get to people you know and it's it's it is disconcerting and i think that the um was it uh susan markenstein who had expressed this very well in her interview with ella about you know your your livelihood and how it's affected and how we're all being driven into the poorhouse because of this 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 targeting. So it is, you know, I, I keep hitting on this one organization that seems to be very directly involved with this stuff, and when I focus on trying to uh empower myself and strike back infraguard seems to be a big tool of the FBI and used predominantly you know to be the handlers and the part of the fusion group that disseminates a great deal of information about us so um anyway I have come across uh, I did want to I'm sorry? Well, I said I have come across that name. InfraGuard? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's an organization that is 
comes up a great deal when when we're talking about targeting and um you know i've i've grown to realize how much or how many of them are in in the united states now um apparently it started like in ohio back in the late 90s early 2000s but there are tens of thousands of them all over the united states and this is this fbi's pet program of what they call shared information you know and they're supposed to have these altruistic you know uh uh interests motives motives in fighting terrorism counterterrorism or what have you but also that's been the tool that uh Catherine Horton has spoken about um frequently that all this business yes. supposedly being counterterrorism and it's like well who are they targeting you know and who are they after and what is who are these well, did, terrorists did you hear about uh, they have a new TSA program where they're only going to target people who are not on a watch list <laughs> really <laughs> yeah, just well, they're running out of that, people, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> There's yeah, so many yeah, people so. on a watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, I find it sometimes uh, exasperating, and and I'm I'm glad to have run across this podcast. It it gives you a great deal of comfort to know that there are people talking about how it's affecting their life how they're undoing the things that are extremely similar across the board. So you can see there is like playbook that they use, you know, for each and every one of us. And the terminology is so similar. You know, it's the, we hear of the takedown year when, you know, they were obviously studying you for a long period of time and then, you know they come in and they hit the individual very hard with a with a massive campaign. I don't know about uh you, but I have had uh near death experiences in this um assaults that involved vehicles. I've had assaults where I was riding bicycle and run off the road and yeah. something that occurred uh in my takedown year was I kept running across people who were these small airplane. Uh, they're like uh, remote control airplane enthusiasts. And uh, I was uh, in the Lakewood area riding my bike and hit. I was hit. My My physical body while riding a bike with one of these airplanes. And that's like a missile going through the air. It had a like a four-foot wingspan. And oh the fortunate thing was is that my bicycle took the brunt of the impact because if it had hit me first, it would have likely killed me. And that may have been the intent. But uh, nonetheless... Um, you know, I had repeated experiences of this kind where, you know, you get the feeling that, well, this this is an accident, but not really, you know. I mean, the person's attitude wasn't, 
Yeah, it would seem very. Uh, it seemed very like the street theater, like it was crafted to to occur, and that there were many people involved, even though you know the way it appeared at that moment. And you know, I was still giving people the benefit of the doubt, you know, when that occurred. Um, but anymore, I'm I'm far more watchful, and I think that these things are far more orchestrated than uh, um, than I used to believe. So sure. anyway, I'm excited about uh, this TI day. What are you all going to do there in North Glen? I don't know for sure yet exactly, but we're going to have some food, and we're going to meet some people from other parts of the state. So uh, we're looking forward to that. I know there's a great deal of government personnel, like there are these uh, underground installations and a lot of uh, government uh, just employment out there, people who work for government in higher positions, and there's NORAD, and there's uh, all that kind of stuff. They say that Denver has more government employees uh, than any other place in the country other than Washington, D.C. And, Boy, uh, I hadn't heard that. That may have uh, something to do with the fact that when I was in Denver, it was a very, very, very active uh, bunch of uh, perps, you know, and they were very um, persistent and very... Um, I've been very blessed in Colorado. I haven't had you have? anything. Yeah, very blessed in Colorado. Once I've been from Michigan, it's been much better. I Like I said, yeah. uh, just a couple incidents with my car, weirdness, you know, but uh, my body and myself has been unaffected. So I'm very grateful for that. Yes. No, I, I, I you know, you, you are when you have these uh, periods of time where you're not being constantly bombarded. Do you feel like your lack of good employment is directly related to this targeting? No, no, I don't actually. I'm 58 years old, and I haven't been in the job market for a long time. Uh, I worked at a deli last year, and I loved it, but I broke my feet. I had four broken bones in my feet, so I had to sit for months. And uh, I'm just getting back out looking for a job again. Okay. Well, it was interesting to hear about your story I'm excited about the uh, 29th of August TI Day and uh, all the various things that are going on in the different cities. I heard they were thinking about trying to get billboards up in other cities, um, in Orlando and uh, Chicago and maybe um, in the New England states. Is there, in fact, one already in in the works for yeah, Chicago. I'm working on next. There's one that has launched. It's in Boston, and you can get the exact directions um, um, or the precise location is on the website, the FFTI website. And um, we have the one in um, Lansing, which is launching on the 20th, uh, which is in um, Michigan. And then we have uh, going to be looking at Chicago, and we also have three in Arizona. We have British Columbia that's just released uh, this week. Um, and we have L.A. in several locations. And I don't think I'm forgetting any so far. And then we're going to do it in London as well. 
we have a guy named Andy who I've interviewed before, and, and we're going to do, yeah, London is looking good. Great. Well, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand Matthew's going to be in the Chicago area. Have they gotten together on uh, things they're going to be doing prior the day before? And uh, I know it's supposed to be in, like, what is it, Daily Center or um, in the Chicago area, the, the focus <laughs> of people are meeting. Yeah, they're working on that. Yeah, they're, he's working on it. He'll probably come and give an update. Maybe on Tuesday we can give an update about uh, what they're doing before. They are planning to get together the day before, and then the next day they're going to meet. And so, yeah, it's very well planned out. Permits pulled. Everything is um, very above uh, above the bar. Everything is going to be um, above the board, I should say. Um, so, yeah, so when he comes on, he'll be able to share all that information as well. But it's going to be very well planned, yes. Great. Well, I look forward to seeing a... Uh the billboards popping up, um, you know, because it is, it's just getting the word out there. You know, I mean, it's still a matter of uh, credibility or believability. I mean, I think that this is so insidious and underhanded and their methods are so hard to prove that when you start to speak to people in your circles, it's, you know, you really do get this uh, major kind of like, yeah, that's not happening. And they walk out backwards and kind of look at you, you know, sort of like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> it's 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 still at this place where, you know, the more outward evidence that there is of this phenomenon, uh, like the billboards, um, you know, the the better it'll be because it's it's just still so um, obscure to, to, to much of America, you know, it's becoming far more talked about, far more understood than it was like a decade ago or even four or five years ago um, when I was in the Denver area. But uh, I have moved a couple of times because of this phenomenon I've found myself a group of people that I've surrounded myself with, and that's important, uh, who believe me, who work with me, who appreciate me. And uh, it's got a spiritual connection. It's, it's positive, and there's enough of them, and I'm surrounded by this body of people that I feel like it's a bit of an insulation between me and all these perps and handlers and the abuse that I, you know, was constantly battling when I was in some some of the other more recent cities that I've lived in. Um, and that that really makes a difference, having a good circle of people who are close to you. So thanks again, and God bless. And we'll all keep plugging away at this thing. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. I'm just trying to mute it. (laughs) It's being funny. Oh, don't be like that board. Please don't do that. Okay. So there we go.
Okay, here we go. Hopefully, I didn't already unmute this person. Hi, seven three two. Welcome to the call. Hi, Ella. It's Lorraine in New Jersey. How are you? I'm good, Lorraine. Now that we got to talk, she worked out a lot better. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, well, I I wanted to um, thank Linda for being so brave. Um, I I unfortunately came into the call 17 minutes late, so I missed the first 17 minutes. Um, so um, I just wanted to ask a couple of questions. What state are did it start in, and where are you now? Uh, it started in Michigan, and I'm in Colorado now. Okay. And um, what was the name of your book? Uh, Madness and Politics, but I repeat myself. Okay. And um, you mentioned something about the, the witchcraft. Well, I mean, from from what I heard, the way I heard you describe things, it sounds like you're um, probably more spiritually evolved than many individuals. And um, in my experience so far, it appears as if they utilize symbols and witchcraft and sorcery and things like that on individuals who have very strong spiritual beliefs, um, who practice it. Um, and the, they've studied you, you know, for years yes. before. <laughs> that, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, we're like a human, te- we're test subjects. So they've been studying us. For years before, and I, I mean, I realized this myself, um, but I didn't know what it was going to culminate in. But I sure. too have experienced a lot of the witchcrafty, sorcery kinds of things. I'm in my yard in my house. They've actually etched symbols in my antique furniture, oh, in all of my furniture. Um, I've posted them on Facebook. Um, you know, as as evidence, and of course, every time I post evidence, I get hit harder. But I don't really care because they're going to be exposed. Um, but they do have a absolutely. A, oh, they they are, and they know it, and they know it. You know, when yep. somebody knows that they're getting caught, they get worse. They've got to get their last digs in and stuff. I mean, I, I could describe something yeah. later, but um, um, and did you say you had a website? Yes. Yeah. The, I mean, what was that? I'm sorry. Linda Shure, S-U-R-E, dot rocks. Could you spell that? L-I-N-D-A. No, no, I got the Linda Shure. What's the dot? Okay, dot rocks, R-O-C-K. Oh, rocks. Rocks, okay. Okay. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> and um okay lastly what was the other thing i wanted to mention um okay the book the state the witchcraft um now um and okay now you mentioned something about the pathology and that you you feel sorry for these people you feel sorry for them because they're victims is is that what you said absolutely okay yeah, well so. okay well are are you not of the belief that uh, we are a free will and have choice. <laughs> Everybody has a choice to make a decision to do good or bad that or evil. Funny. Or... That sounds funny on this phone call, knowing what we know about Marvin May and a lot of people, you know. Uh, yeah, I think we have choice, but I think we have to really exercise it for a long time before we can overcome that, you know. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I'm only I'm only seeing from my experience and and, and whom 
my sure. perpetrators are. And of course, it, it obviously differs from for everybody. Um, but what I've observed in my neighborhood is that some of these individuals uh, actually um, get pleasure oh, out yeah. of this. So I, I believe oh, that yeah. there is a lot of there are a lot of personality disorder, a lot of, a lot of psychopathy, a lot of very immature people who really get off on this stuff. So I can't really say that I feel sorry for them, because if they don't want to grow up, then you know I, you, you know we all have a choice. <laughs> you know you you can either grow and evolve in consciousness because that's why we're put on this earth. Um, we're not supposed to remain stagnant. We're supposed to grow. Everything's about growth. It's like sure. you plant a seed and it grows, you know, and, and then, you know, it blooms and, and then it dies. And, and that's that's the way life works, life and death works. And if these people are stuck in the, these emotional stages, um, I, I don't necessarily feel sorry for them. I really don't. And, and maybe that's not all that spiritual, but when I see people getting off on terrorizing me, or doing what they do yeah. to me, and that they're getting paid to do it, I, I really don't have a lot of sympathy. The only ones that I seem to have a, a little bit of compassion for, I mean, every once in a while there will be an elder individual that approaches me, and it's those individuals that are, you know, in their 70s, let's say. I mean, I've experienced that in their 70s, approach and ask a question or, um, you know, just something very uncharacteristic to let you know that that they're part of it. Um, for those sure. individuals, I feel sorry for them because I, I guarantee that they feel very threatened and fearful. But these 20- and 30-year-olds that are around here harassing me, they're getting off on it. No, I have no pity. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't feel any compassion for these individuals. I mean, it's sort of what? like, you know, they're criminals. I mean, we can feel oh, no doubt. they're they're criminals, and they this is a choice, and you know, well, I, I have a hard time thinking that you know the individuals that intentionally, premeditatively, move into the neighborhood next door to somebody because it is their job to watch them twenty four seven and harass them. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the last time. You know, I looked at the law, you know, it, it's bra already breaking the law. So they already know they're sure. breaking the law. They're getting paid to break the law. The law is actually involved in it, <laughs> the you know, yeah. local law, and it's all corrupt. And, and I, I don't really feel sorry for them, honestly. <laughs> That's just well, me. My, my, my pity comes from uh, my, my Bible study, uh, the Bible says we battle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces. Uh, I, I believe in demons 100%. I've had experiences, at, you know, before I, I was targeted, and uh, I, uh, I think that they're under an awful lot of pressure. I, I suspect that goons that run the machinery are chipped before they walk in the door. You know, for them to make the right decision would uh, require uh, a real sacrifice on their part. So I guess that's why I feel pity for them. Well, I, I you know, I... I I I understand what you're saying, and there are individuals uh -huh. out there. And unfortunately, um, unfortunately, um, many individuals do not possess a conscience. You know, psychologically, we know that our our society is breeding these malignant narcissists. They, they well, value the fact that they're 
they have no empathy and or compassion they're 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 like human robots in a way because they don't care and and they look mm-hmm. at people like you with compassion and empathy and spirituality and things that you value have being a mom and all those things they look at you as being weak they 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 look at all of us disdainfully which is why right. yes I was just going to say, when you're done, um, there's still a lot of questions, so I just want to give you a hand. Oh, okay. Well, a lot okay. Uh, you know what? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I'm thank thank you for your your story and your book, and and I'll check it out. <laughs> okay. I should have given you a heads up because uh, people all started kind of raising their hands, and I want to get. No, no, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Go. Don't worry. Okay. Good to talk to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Lorraine. Raise your hand, and now I'm going to come to 413. Okay, 413, you have the floor. Hi, Ella. Um, I I just wanted to ask, um, I don't know if this is something Linda's willing to talk about, but um, I think you said that you were disbarred, and I was just wondering if it was like directly due to targeting, or was it more of a setup? type thing. I, di- I didn't say I was disbarred. I said that I lost my license. Uh, oh, I couldn't pay okay. my, my dues. Couldn't oh. pay my bar dues when I was, you know, being tortured. Okay. okay. And somebody had already asked my other question, which was about the book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Okay, I'm going to come to 518. 518. 518, do you have a question? 518. Okay. I'm going to mute you. You can always um, feel welcome to uh, uh, raise your hand again. Seven three four. I'm going to come to you. Hi, seven three four. Do you have a question for Linda? Is there something going on with the audio? Seven three four. I can hear you, Ella. Huh. I hope. Okay. Well, I guess I don't know. Maybe she could, Lorraine could have given her, I could have given her the floor a little bit longer now. We're getting through these questions quick. Okay. Okay, 412, I'm coming to you. Hi, 412, do you have a question for Linda? I do. Um, My name is Tracy, and I am new to being targeted. Um, I noticed back in December of last year, 2017. And um, I quickly, I just Googled because it was so terrific. I just couldn't understand what was going on. So I just Googled, um, how do you assault someone from a distance? And I came across all this information. my question is, it's just a general question just to anybody and everybody that's listening. 
Do we have like a database of some sort with anybody and everyone that um, is being targeted? Um, and if so, I'd like to, you know, get my name on there. I don't have email for obvious reasons, um, which is, I guess, it's not good in a way that I can't reach out to people um, that only, you know, you can only correspond with um, through email. Um, Ella does have my information because she is the one and only person that I am in touch with. Um, but, you know, that's a question. Um, and if if there is like a list or something, is there a way that, um, you know, these people are being checked on? Um, I'm pretty much isolated. Um, my daughter is here, you know, part-time. Um, she doesn't believe, she's only 17 years old and is clueless as to what's going on. And, you know, just yesterday said that I need to get some help. Um, I'm walking around here with mirrors on my head and bottles around me when I sleep and um, waking up in the middle of the night screaming, which I was unaware of until she just told me yesterday. And it's so disheartening disheartening to not be believed, you know, and, you know, I mean, I'm at the point where I'm accepting of that um, because I do look forward to Tuesdays and Thursdays where I get to, um, you know, listen and on the podcast and get some understanding. But, you know, it, it, it's just worrisome to me that, um, you know, like I said, I am isolated. I've, I'm pretty much losing everybody and have lost everybody and anybody that I was friends with, like, quick, quick, quickly. Um, like I said, I've, this just started, I believe it started back in 2008 when, you know, they start, you know, they did whatever and they've been investigating me or whatever up until this point. But when I noticed, you know, when I started getting the electronic harassment and the stalking and the airplanes and the drones and, I, I mean, I experienced everything. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I, I worry that, you know, I could be here and nobody could know, like you guys wouldn't know if something happened to me. Because I think that's important for um, there to be, you know, something documented. Um, what I do is, you know, Ella ends up getting a text message from me maybe once a day with, you know, just an update as to what's going on with me, just as a way of documenting, you know what I mean, that I'm here mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and another, um, I'm I'm drawing a blank because all day I thought about, um, I've been quiet and um, just felt the need um, because of a Bible verse a gentleman gave on Tuesday about not being a part of the 
process of overcoming this. Um, you know, how you can be punished for, you know, just sitting back and waiting for someone else to do the work. And, you know, in all fairness to me, I don't know what to do. I'm just learning. Um, but one more thing that I wanted to say, because I sent the information to Ella, and um, one thing that I did do is I contacted, um, I think a couple people may mention of the show Whistleblowers, and the first show that I watched, um, there was a gentleman, and he's an attorney. His name is Michael Wilson, and his name is spelled M-Y-C-H-A-L. I think it's two L's. Um, and I have been, I left him a message. And I also, on his website, there was a um, cell phone number. So I sent him my pictures. Um, I do have pictures of um, some things that have happened to me that left really bad marks. Um, and that's the, okay, so that's what I wanted to comment on. I think that we as a whole should inundate the media with emails. Um, maybe a couple times a week or a couple stations a week. Um, for instance, the one that specifically did the um, thing on T the TSA and the airports, airport surveillance program that they have going on. I think that, um, you know, there's power in numbers. And um, from what I understand or what I've heard, they don't necessarily um, like to do these stories. But if enough people, you know, just from all over start, you know, sending them emails or sending them messages like, hey, this is happening to me. You know, once a week we pick, you know, uh, a couple stations, you know, and I'm talking, you know, like CBS, you know, WPXI, like I said, I'm in Pittsburgh. So um, there's, you know, all these news stations and all these people that, you know, maybe if we, you know, just like, if there's like a thousand of us that are being targeted, if you if they're getting all these emails from us and all these complaints from us, maybe they'll look at, hey, maybe we need to do a story. This isn't just one. This isn't just one or two crazy people. Like a thousand people can't be crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to your first question about the database. Um, we don't really have a database per se. As you can understand, most people try to remain private. But in the process of doing that, sometimes we can't find them. They may change the phone number. I don't know if they're okay. I don't know if they're alive. I don't know if they just switched their number because it was, you know, um, you know, TIs change their numbers all the time. And whenever you call, there's usually... There's never a name. One out of 50 might actually have their name on the recording, I noticed. So privacy is really important to TI, so it's very hard. There is 
10% who don't mind having their information out there, but the rest of us are a little more cautious and guarded because we've had experiences where concerned or uh, concerned about perps and uh, various reasons why. But um, I can put you in touch with other people. I know we're, but I do have like about four or five other women. I can give you their numbers. If you want to call tomorrow, then we can talk about it. Okay, that's fine. Okay, yeah, text me and call me because um, sometimes my phone my phone has been acting very odd lately. And um, so just be sure that... Uh, if you don't, if I don't pick up, send me a text too. Because if I don't get one, I'll usually get the other. Okay, that's the thing for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we all understand that. We know how that goes. And um, I like your ideas. I think those are really good ideas. And um, you know, there's a lot of letter writing that goes on. Um, and people are getting curious on these matters. Um, I'd spend a lot of time talking to people who are not TIs but are guests on my radio show, which is separate from this. This isn't a radio show. This is a call, um, but it's a podcast. You can call it a podcast. But um, And they're curious. Most people are really open to it, actually. Um, but I do it very delicately. When I talk about these matters, I start kind of on the smaller end and then kind of educate and layer it on top of that. But um, people are just naturally curious about this. If it's, If you... If you, I mean, they're horrified, but you can make it, you can talk about it in a way that draws them in. Um, You know, people don't want to know that people are being victimized. Um, It's just, it's really, it's a a tactful thing you have to learn. It's It's a little way of, and everyone's different, so you have to speak to them a little bit differently. But I don't have too many problems having people believe that something like this is going on. And I think it's because I take a moderate approach, and I can't stress that uh, any hard any more than I than I do. Um, I don't, and when I I don't jump into my story right away. If they ask me if I'm a TI, or I might mention I'm a TI, but I'm not going to go into my story when I talk about it, because when you talk about the stories and the testimonies, that's when it starts to sound really crazy. Um, so I kind of give it a little more time, and I give them a very general story. But um, you know. Um, People are people are waking up. I mean, people know there's a deep state now, and even like the public, for the most part, tends to know that there's some things. Um, there's some um, agencies and sub-agencies that, um, that participate in um, interesting technologies, and um, people people know that the government. On the up and up, and they're also they're also not protecting us. Whether you believe it's the government, not the government, I think it's a combination of criminal networks, subversive groups, subcontractors, contractors. I think it's a, a varied. I really do think it's a varied, um, program. So I, I can't give a one answer response when they say who's doing it uh, because. I really, when I investigate matters, I find a lot of security agencies and security groups involved. Not just on my personal, in my case with the personal um, targeting, but also uh, just doing research. I do find a lot of security agencies involved. I don't know if they're who they're t- who they're tied into, 
But anyways, um, I'm kind of going off track. I think your ideas should be pursued, and yeah, we should talk about that more. Okay. Okay. So well, call me. I have four well, people. I, I know four. I know four wonderful women willing to take calls. So you just call me tomorrow, and I'm going to give you their numbers. Okay. Wonderful. I'll talk to you then. Thank you. Talk to you then, hon. Okay. What's your area code? Aren't you 412? Yes, I am. Okay. For some reason, it flipped. One. This is very weird. Okay. Well, it's fine. Just go with it. 517. 517, I'm coming to you. If my sticky board will let me unmute you. There we go. 517. 517, do you have a question for Linda? Yes, hello. Hi there. Hi, Ella. This is uh, Mary in Michigan. Uh, number one, Hi. Did, you, did, you a, did you receive a text message from me? I sure did. Okay. I was just wondering. That's it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, my question for, um, for Linda is, and I'm from Lansing, Michigan, and East Lansing, uh, does she know of Jesus Maldonado? who filed a complaint against Cooley Law School and got, is, uh, got severely targeted and still is. How long ago was that? Pardon me? I was just wondering when that happened, if it was recent. When did, they, when did that happen? Uh, I don't have the information in, in front of me, but his story, have you read, uh, it's in John Hall's uh, book, uh, Satellite Terrorism, his story is in there. And also, uh, if Ella has uh, EMF Linda phone number, EMF Linda is in, con- to, in contact with who's a, uh, uh, a lot. She could tell you a lot more. I haven't seen that book. I haven't uh, gotten that book by John Hall. Uh, I'd like to. I've been planning to. I I really I really can't hear you. It's like you're far away. But they're they're. That, that's how you sound. Too. Pardon me. Uh, you sound far away too. Yeah, I I don't know why it's. It's either my hearing or they're doing something to my phone. Also, it was either at the beginning of this year or late last year, there was a, uh, I think, a lawsuit against Cooley Law School, and it was brought by the the Bar Association because the Cooley Law School was accepting... um, was accepting people that had substandard grades. <laughs> yeah. 
And that that was reason, okay? I see. I, I will look those up. I'm interested in that. You, you might find that in, in uh, Lansing State Journal. And uh, you said you were born in rural Michigan. Uh, can you tell me uh, where? I'm a youper. I'm a youper. I, I said I'm a youper. Oh, and I'm from upper, the Upper Peninsula. Upper, okay. Okay. Because I wasn't far. I was between Rogers City and Alpena. No, no, uh, in, the, in the UP. The, the district the that I ran for, the district that I ran for Congress, though, uh, represented also Alpena and Rogers City. It was a real big district. It was the one that Bert Stupak had. You're talking about Preskill County? <laughs> no, that wasn't one of the counties. Oh, okay. So Rogers City and Alpena. Yeah, I'm familiar. I, I live in a small town called Posen in between there. Oh, it's beautiful down there. I miss Isn't the water. It so? Yes. Yep. Lake Huron. Right. Okay. Thank you, Linda. Have Thank a good you very one. much. Uh-huh. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Okay, Anne, I'm going to go ahead and put you back on mute. I'm going to come to 909. Uh, what happened to 909? I'm going to come to 516. Wait a minute. Oh, this new talk shoe. And I guess a lot of people are trying to call in and can't get in. It's unfortunate. Oh, that's Very unfortunate. Uh, what else is new here? Okay, so 517. I thought I unmuted 517. Hi, 517. Did I already unmute you? 517? Maybe I already did. Yeah, it's unfortunate because... Uh, um yeah, a lot of people can't get in. Okay, so eight zero five, I'm gonna come to you. Hi, eight zero five. Ella. Linda. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hi Ella, thanks again for everything. Um Linda, I had a question. Um you were saying if I remember right, you were saying that you were at uh, a get together or something, some gathering when the VTK first started, and somebody said something to you, and I don't know if it was pertinent or not. But um, after that, uh, how how strongly did they come in? Um, in how other strongly words, did what come? Um, you had your you were mentioning your the first time you actually had the the VTK type uh, uh, scenario. Yeah, and I, I was wondering how. How much did it come in directly after that when you first realized that not only were you kind of hearing it, it manifests itself differently with everybody, but just with you specifically, you know, did it, did it, um, it was to, practically nonstop for a couple of years. It was, uh, really rough. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what mine's has been a couple of years now. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like everybody, you know, I've always been, 
uh, you know, my dad's side was rocket scientist and mom's a, a teacher and a, and a spiritual, you know, type individual. And so I kind of got both of those things going, you know, for me. And that's what they, uh, they expound on your, you know, on whatever your, um, uh, belief system is and your, and your lifestyle and your, you know, and they seem to work with that, you know, uh, uh and very personal. My, yeah. And, and it's, it's so, uh, I, I can't speak for everybody because in now listening to people and, and like the, the gentleman that had the floor for a while, um, very, very knowledgeable. Um, again, he has a situation where, um, uh, you know, it could be very hands-on um, uh, boots on the ground, so to speak. And, you know, somebody like myself that didn't work for us, so they went to something else. Uh, I, I had the boots on the ground, uh, um, literally out in the middle of nowhere, but not the um, uh, not to the extent where I was having you know business associates you know having to deal with that sort of thing. Uh, I, I myself backed out, literally went homeless um, on purpose just to just to really analyze this phenomenon that was occurring. You know something you know again that you know it's going on all your life. <laughs> they they work you for so many years and then they finally hit you. Yeah, and it. it and the spiritual thing again, where they they uh, being a vocalist, um, I, I don't sound like a vocalist now. I'll tell you, this is a, just a strangest experience is getting hit with the you know the energy thing. I have for eight months, I have a tooth. If you hear the rattling right now, that's a tooth in my mouth, literally rattling against my partials, and has been for eight months. Um, just flopping around. Oh my goodness! It's gonna have to be surgically. Yeah, it's gonna have to be surgically removed. My body is healthy and it's keeping it in, and the microwaves are pushing it out. And uh, I'll have oh. to see my picture, but I, I kind of. You're done. Hello. Eight oh five. Eight oh five. Hold on, I see him on the board. Hold on. Hey, oh, there we go. Eight oh five. Yeah, okay. I'm here, Ella. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just remember, yeah. um, there's some questions. Just, so, um, remember to keep it on Linda. Okay. Keep it on Linda. Go ahead. Okay. Well, just yeah. You're done with me, Ella. What? That's not necessary. Oh, you're finished with me. It's interesting to hear other people. Okay. Stuff. Okay. As long as you, as long as you don't mind. Okay. Oh, of course not. Linda? Yes. That was... Yes? Linda, that's very strange. It just got very, very silent. Um, now I've got, it got I've silent got, for me before. <laughs> I, I wish I knew how this, this talk should work. I'm going to find out. I want to jump into this thing wholeheartedly. Um, I, I I really appreciate talking, uh, hearing from a new guest. I've only been listening to Ella for about a month now um, and, and calling in. And um, I want to jump into this full you know, head first. But right now, I have to get this tooth out of my mouth, and I can't do it. I need to get into a dentist. It's the, the other one put me off. Um, um, I want everything out of my mouth, and I want a full uh, head scan. Um, you know, I got implants and everything else aside. Uh, I, as a physicist, you know, with the, some of the background in physics, uh, physics and and biochemistry and that sort of thing. Um, always a student. I I've come to some conclusions in the, in the past two years that are very you know. And and listen, being able to listen to to Ella's guests 
that each, you know, and again, it manifests itself in that, in, you know, with each person in some way, depending on your, you know, your belief systems, your, your background, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, you know, with me, it was sound itself that, uh, you know, being a musician, uh, a vocalist, I don't sound like a vocalist right now, but I'm, I'm, uh, but, um, they knew that I, uh, it can hear very, very well that I was an outdoorsman. Um, uh, all these things they expounded on, um, and, and all became part of my, uh, uh, you know, after the fact torture and, I and with what you, you're saying. I, I, did you, I was just, did gonna, you ever, <laughs> pardon me? Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. Ask your question. Oh, I, I was wondering, while you were at law school itself, do you feel that, and you were stating that, that also that um, when you got together with the group, that uh, that a third of them had all been to the same same place of study. And right. that is too bizarre. And did you ever wonder, I mean, well, colleges of recruitment uh, centers for, you know, bureau and, and agency and you know whatnot but um do you feel that that possibly uh, uh staff or or uh, um uh, uh scouts might have targeted after the fact or or knowing that you are a um you're not a dissident you're a, uh, linda you're uh, you're just like every <laughs> other person that's a ti i mean we're wonderful people we all have these wonderful hearts and we and and i i think that has a lot to do with it it's, it has to have a lot to do with it because we, I, I, I just can't, I can't understand each one of us. Some are bitter. Some get very, very, very bitter. Um, I, I just gotten angry and I forgive, you know, here's, yeah. On, on that other girl's terms. Um, I hate hearing that women are targets too. And that just is driving me insane because, you know, this, this is a sick world. <laughs> this is a true guy. Um, do you, do you feel I'm I send them nothing but love. You know, I, I curse them every day. I, I, you know, there's three shifts out there and each shift I, you know, I mentioned the fact that you guys, you know, <laughs> nobody else can suck a gift card the way you guys do. You know, there's, there's just no way. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Something's going on with the board, and I guess people are locked out of the, the talk show, too. Oh, goodness. This is what we deal with, if anyone's listening. Um, are you still there, Linda? Did I get you back? Yeah, I'm here. Linda? Okay, good. Yes, I'm here. Can yeah, you hear me? Yeah, people are getting right. locked out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. We will call back in. Hold on. Let me go to... Yeah, I... I don't know if someone was able to lock people out of my room, but no one can call in either. I'm getting a bunch of messages. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. 323, I'm going to come to you. Hi, 323. Hi, Ella. This is Kimberly in Southern California. Hi, Kimberly. I know. How are you? You took all the good pictures. Yeah. Well, I'll try to... Yeah, I'll try to get you some better pictures. <laughs> so, and Linda, I That's apologize. Pretty good. Thank um, you. I I also was not able to get on the call until about sixteen or seventeen minutes after, and so I apologize if I'm asking like a redundant question. And so, um, I I thought I 
um, heard you say something about being assaulted. Um, could you please clarify on that? Well, I don't want to yeah. the details because they get real personal, but uh, a number of times uh, I was assaulted uh, electronically and pictures in my head to match. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not a person who... I'm, I'm a celibate. <laughs> I'm not a person who fantasizes, yeah. so when weird things show up, I know darn well it's not me. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that was what I wanted to clarify, like whether it was, I guess, a neurological assault. Like, I, well, I don't know how else to yeah, I, describe it. <laughs> well, it works pretty similar, actually. But, uh, yeah, a lot of folks have talked about that. Am I the first person you've heard mention that? Oh, um, no, I mean, I, I, I think um, the only difference is that, like, the research that I've been doing on the Internet is I've re- heard it or I've read that it is referred to as, like, remote neural monitoring or neuroengineering. And so, like, is that how you um, view it? Well, I think remote neural monitoring is a, is a different uh, process. But, yeah, it was an electronic thing. I'm certain of that. I think they can do a lot more things than we normally believe. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And so, and and the only reason why I'm asking is because, I mean, I've had some really vivid dreams myself. And so, but um, at the time that I had them, uh, I already had some awareness of the technology. Uh-huh. And so not really in-depth. I mean, I still don't have a, a lot of in-depth. And so, because I need to review, like, my physiology and so, but, you know, like, you know, but my reaction was like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, like, it was creepy, but it was like the technology itself. I mean, because I'm a nerd, and so I love science. And so, you know, my response was like, it's creepy, but I was like, it is just like so cool in a way. Yeah, well, certainly they kind can of do way. those things. Yeah, I imagine that yeah. there's a lot of good uses for a lot of the equipment, you know. Uh, they can cure an awful lot of diseases with frequencies, and instead it's being used to torture people. So it's really, really awful, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so, well, I mean, I'm so sorry for, like, what you're experiencing, and so, but you no, sound I'm done. like... No, I don't experience it. I don't experience it anymore. I've been delivered. Oh, good. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's what I'd really like to, to be able to share. My, I prayed nonstop through an awful lot of stuff, and... Uh, it doesn't happen uh-huh. to me anymore. It's been a couple of years since I've, you know, anything like that. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so four glad years. to hear that. Four years. Thank you. Well, and it, you know, that I hope that other people can take that as encouragement, you know. Uh-huh. Well, that's, that's wonderful. And so, well, thank you so much for sharing your experience and the best of everything to you. Same to you. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Thank you, Ella. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate it. So I guess I just have been receiving uh, numerous texts and um, emails um, that they're not able to call in back in. And so to talk to you, I'm considering going to free conference call. I'll keep you guys in the loop. I'm not going to tolerate this. I mean, everybody not being able to get in. I'm tired of the hacking. Um, I've been yeah. very true to talk to you. But I'm tired of this. This is ridiculous. I'm going to give them one more one more week, and if it doesn't fix itself, um, I'm going to go to free conference call because people need to be able to get in. People need support. 
people, we all need to come together, and I'm not going to allow um, this hacking and this vulnerability that TalkShoe has to continue on because, you know, calls, we all need these calls, or I need these calls, and hopefully people get things out mm-hmm. of these calls. And, you know, and I know that when I was new, they were very important to me. So we'll give it another week, and um, uh-huh. and I'll maybe move to free conference call. But I'll, I'll put a video online okay. with calling instructions and directions. So thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. Yes. Okay. Yes, certainly. It was good talking to good you, Ellen. Take one. care. You too. you got to be a guest soon. Oh, I, I hope so. Oops. <laughs> I'm sorry. I muted you too soon. Oh, oh, I just said, I I hope I'm getting close to finishing my business so that I can share my story. Whenever you're ready, no pressure. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll put you back on mute. Okay. So now I'm going to come to 951. Hi, 951. Place and the knife and the scissors. Okay. Nine five one. Nine five one. I think they don't realize they're muted. Some people wait for a long time, Linda, and so they end up getting they do different things. And okay, so oh, yeah. only fifty of you guys got in, huh? Um. Yeah, so um, star two, if you want to ask Linda a question, just star two. I know there's only 50 people, um, so this is your chance. <laughs> so, um, okay, 951. Oh, here we go. 734. Hi, 734. Hello, it's Mark from Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I Hi, Mark. It's a, it's a Michigan night. It's a Michigan night. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Um, I just wanted to ask you, you guest, a couple questions. Um, first of all, um, did she live in Ann Arbor? And if she did, how long did she stay? And what was it that you know prompted her to leave? Uh, I did never live in Ann Arbor. I had friends down there. Uh, when I was running for office, I had a campaign manager that lived there. So I spent, uh, you know, a couple, you know, weekend at a time down there. I didn't ever live there. But okay. um, the, are you familiar with Dr. Gunn from Ann Arbor? Um, could you say the name again, please? His name is Robert Gunn. Um, D-U-N-N. No, but I've G-U-N-N. read his stuff, and he's been targeted. Uh, he's he's the the expert on sleep deprivation, and he's at the the Veterans Hospital there in Ann Arbor. I see. I, I was see. I was like a block from the hospital when I first uh, experienced weirdness. Okay, I see. Um, yeah, nothing has really changed there as far as the, uh, you know, the targeting, I don't think. Um, you know, it's nice to hear that you, you know, found a sanctuary in Colorado. Um, but, again, I'm, I'm here in Ann Arbor doing the, um, you know, 
I'm in the, the trenches, I guess. <laughs> um, but I you know, can honestly say that there is, um, you know, uh, a light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? Um, I've noticed that in Ann Arbor, I can only speak for Ann Arbor because that's where I live, um, it has become a more, you know, um, uh, police state, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Ann Arbor is where they've done the, um, you know, done all, the University of Michigan has done all kinds of uh, work uh, for the government, you know, as far as intelligence, um, you know, new inventions and, and things like that. And I'm in the process of trying to find out how do they actually test them, you know. DARPA. Are they actually what? You know, like, for example, DARPA, which has a really uh, solid connection here in in Ann Arbor. And I'm really kind of curious how they test the experiments that they're coming up with. You know what I mean? Now, I already kind of think that they're doing it to the public without their knowing, you know, without their uh, consent. But, sure looks that you know, I'm, yeah. So you know, that, that's basically what you know. I had to say, and, and those are the the questions that I wanted to ask you. Uh, oh, one more, one more question. When you uh, went to law school um, in Cooley, uh, what was your, you know? Uh, uh, was it civil law? Was it criminal law? Was it business law? Was it environmental law? We had to take a whole bunch of courses. It's a, it's a GP course, you know, for your first law degree. Uh, when I practiced, I practiced a little bit in a lot of different things because in the rural world, you know, you have to take anybody who comes in the door to pay the rent. Yes, I, I understand. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for your story and, and you know, um, I wish you well. You know. Thank you so much. Same to you. I hope it goes well for you. Okay. You bet. Bye. Thanks, Ella. Okay, thank you. Okay, hold on just a second. I'll go ahead and mute you. Nice to hear your voice, Mark. Okay, now I'm going to come to 734. Hi, 734. That's me again, Ella. <laughs> nice to hear your voice. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I think I just removed somebody. This board is pretty messed up. I think I'm going to go to free conference call. I'm over this. Okay. Let's see. Was it 517 that I just unmuted? Nine five one, are you there? Do you have a question? Oh, question? Uh, <clears throat> no, not really. Uh, didn't have any questions. Okay, but, uh, I go just, ahead. And I just wanted to clarify, you know, how we all experience our targeting, you know, and I, I just wanted to add that uh, the uh, neurotoxin seems to be injected in, you know, as well as the. Uh, energy weapon as as part of the confusion, you know, uh, 
uh, tactic to, to uh, in, in effect, uh, lengthen the effects of the uh, electronic and use and the electronic being uh, more of a conditioning agent because of the intensity to the neural networks versus poison, which is very slow in absorption, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have a question for the guest who I can't oh, find? Oh, no, right no, now. I didn't really have one. No, no, I didn't. Okay. I was just All listening. Right. I, it was time. hard to hear because it's just on the phone. My phone is really low for some reason, but hopefully we'll get talk you up then and uh, it'll be better. All right, or something there. All right, all right, have a good night. Thanks. All right, take care. I lost my guest, and I have a feeling she's not even going to be able to call in. What do you want to bet? Hope not. I hope that's not the case. Okay, let's see here. Hi, 517. Have you had the opportunity to speak? 517? Hi, this is uh, Linda's son. She just got disconnected, but she's trying to call back in. Oh, okay, great. Okay. Yeah, she's dialing in right now, and she should should be connected soon. Oh, thank you. I'm not sure. I hope that she's going to be able to get through. That's my only concern. She said there's no live show at this time. She said there's no live show at this time when she called in. That's strange. I know. It is crazy. I don't know. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I'm now the whole room is locked, and I'm not sure why that is. I really wish yeah. he could have been on because it seemed like the last caller had a great question in his mind, and uh, I really was hoping she could could answer that. She's trying to dial in, but it said that that the call wasn't live for some reason. Yeah. It's strange. Are you? Yeah, that's what everyone's telling me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do about it. Maybe we're gonna have to um finish the uh, interview another night because I'm being everyone's being blocked. You should see the text messages I'm getting. Um wow. so um you know, it's really unfortunate. This is what we deal with. So it just seems like it's very difficult to gather as a group and to be productive sure. and be effective because just it's remarkable. It is quite remarkable of what happens. So um they the the new system is vulnerable and um so there's some hacking going on and they've locked my room out so no one can call back in and I, I can't unlock for some reason. And early they started uh, recording all of a sudden. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Ella. Uh, I mean the technology is new. The technology is new and we it's can do better. And I'm sure that something else will, will come up that will allow us to connect better than this. But, you know, we can count this as, like, part one, you know? That's right. This will be part one. Um, so what I'm going to do, guys, I'm probably going to disconnect the call because I'm having so many issues with it. Um, I'm going to give you guys my free conference call number for next week. Uh, you can try that number as well because I don't know how much longer I'm going to tolerate the difficulties here. Let me see if I can find it one second, guys. Um, so I have a free conference call set up from before. Um, so if you guys want to write this down, it is 
So next week, you feel free to try this number as well, but I might just be going to a free conference call. So the number is 515-739-1285. Again, that is 515-739-1285. You know what I need to give you, though, that I don't have in front of me is CID. Hey, guys. Okay, hold on one second, guys. So I was talking to the kiddos. Um, so the ID to call in, oh, it's not even logged in. Wait just a second. Okay, so the phone number to call next week, check this one as well, although not many people are on the call right now. Um, it's 515-739-1285, and the access code is 400014-POUND. Again, that's 400014-POUND. Um, so I hope that talk she will get worked out. Um, but I might just set a free conference call. So um, Linda, we'll have to have Linda back if that's okay. I just, we really enjoyed her and I, I'm getting like positive comments from text messages here. So um, tell your mom, thank you very much. Yeah, I definitely will. I, I think she had a great time on the call and she was very grateful to answer so many questions. And uh, hopefully next week we, we can get the tech working for us and, uh, who knows what could have yeah. happened, yeah. We'll just have to next week. So next week, guys, bring Linda back, and we'll kind of finish up the interview. Again, if I'm not on talk show, I'm going to be on the free conference call. I'll send out a uh, an email as well. So um, everyone take care, and thanks for coming. And um, uh, let's see, tonight Kyle is supposed to be having his call. And so if you guys want to go to 142, although he's thinking of going to a free conference call too, his number is 142-394-142-394. So we can head over there. He may not be open quite yet, but he should be open soon. Sorry for the inconvenience, guys. Sorry this has been a lot of trouble. And I look forward to hearing you guys and seeing you guys next week. Bye now. Thanks so much, Ella. Thank you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.